Hello and welcome to another episode of the Agile Podcast. I'm Jeff Watts and in this episode Paul and I are joined by regular special guest Nigel Baker in Bristol. And Nigel gives us an update on some of the recent conferences he's been at in Minneapolis and Ireland. And Paul gives us an update on the latest state of play with the global scrum gathering that's coming up in London this year. Our main topic of conversation this episode was social media. Now on this topic, Paul and I have been chatting. And one thing we'd really like to do, if we can, is figure out a way of getting you guys more involved. So if you've got any ideas as to how we would like us to involve you more, let us know. Anything creative you've got, just get in touch. Comments, tweets, at the Agile Pubcast, uh, or emails to us directly, however you like. Anyway, that's enough of an introduction. I hope you enjoy the episode. Grab yourself a drink and listen in. Play that funky jingle. Hello, Jeff. Hi, Paul. <laughs> Hello, Nigel. Hello. <laughs> Long time no see. Yeah, as we brought we brought the bear back by popular demand. Popular demand. There was at least one tweet demanding it. <laughs> uh, they said they, they said they missed that guy with the lisp. They said, yeah. bring it back. <laughs> I had, I had uh, two people approach me about the podcast over a variety of weeks, and every time they said, "Oh, I thought you'd be a lot older." <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. Is it to do with the, the croakiness of the voice? Uh, oh, I think maybe just the fact that we make a play at the fact that I'm older than you two. But it's only like a few months. <laughs> it's not like a load. Except yeah. Jeff, of course. Yeah. yeah, Jeff's like twelve. But Jeff's a baby, a mere baby. Yeah. So welcome back, Nigel. Thank you very much. Anything interesting happened while I've been away? <sighs> oh, lots, lots and lots. It's been a long time. But we need to go through the motions. Oh, Where yeah. are we? Go through. We are in Bristol. We're back in Bristol. Well, it seems like we should be in Bristol because Nigel's here. Home of, home of Nigel Baker, Bristol. Um, we're in a pub called The Commercial Rooms, which is on If you expect to see one of those little blue plaques, Nigel Baker used to drink here when he was a student. This is a student pub, you know, isn't it? Uh, the, yeah, it was more of yes, a pub of a going out. area. Yeah, so this is very towny. Towny area. Very towny. So opposite a walkabout. Yeah. Very those well-known um, august establishments of class <laughs> and sophistication. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yes, I used to come here a lot. It was it's a Weatherspoons. It's a Weatherspoons. But yeah. it's quite a pretty building, isn't it? Yeah. It's got history. You can tell this. It's a yeah. historical building. It's got yeah. like a glass. It's pretty glass classy. It. it used to be some form of um, private club up until the early nineties, and it's still got all the paraphernalia uh, uh, laying around the, the Big site. Big oil paintings. Big oil paintings. A huge um, St Paul's Cathedral style yeah. dome. Yeah. yeah. Everything's orange for some bizarre reason, so it's like a mid nineties. Yeah, they have orange and yellow. Yeah, it never used to be. They've painted that. Recently, yeah, recently. that's not a good look. Bad, bad, bad choice. Where the spoons, bad choice. What are you drinking? Well, Nigel bought this round, so you have to explain what you bought us, <laughs> And because it's a Weatherspoons, it costs about £2.50. <laughs> so I bought a Stoford Press for myself, yeah. which is a Western cider, um, middle of the road, um, sparkly, yeah. um, cold, just how I like it. Uh, Paul, you got a? I got Thatcher's Haze. Which is a cloudy cool. cider and it's sweet taste of apples. <laughs> so it's right up my alley, so to speak. I've got a beer called Cubic, as in C U B I C, from a brewery called Beard, which I believe is quite local. All right. Okay. Yeah, I've seen that round before, yeah. Um, yeah. Pizzas as well, I think. And it's it's in a very. It's in a sexy glass. Sexy glass, yeah. And it's. Flavour Three wise? hops, thrice the hoppiness. Really? Yeah. Suits you. Suits you, sir. And it's. 
I like, it's nice, it's cold, colder than I think it should be, but still nice. Mm-hmm. Um, very easy to drink. That won't last the whole pub past. Yeah. Such an ale. So it's not an IPA then, is it? Oh, no, no, it is an IPA, so yeah. Pale, okay. yeah. So, so it feels like we should get like a Nigel Baker download at this point. If there was a, if there was like a, well, perhaps we could well, run, that, you, run you on twice the speed or something. So mallets, mallets. I hope run on twice the speed anyway. <laughs> uh, mallets, mallets. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, World Association game where you mustn't pause, you mustn't hesitate, you get bashed in the head like this or like this. If you understand the rules, say blah, blah. Uh, yes, yeah, so there's a reference. Well, you've been to Minneapolis, and none of you were the only one of the three of us that went. Yes, 22 inches of snow in about nine to ten hours. So, so this is the uh, Global Scrabble Alliance gathering in Minneapolis, which happened. What are the dates, Nigel? 11th? No, 11th. Mid-April. Mid-April. Let's Mid-April. Mid-April. Yeah, mid-April. Um, uh, there was supposed to be 1,200 people coming, I think, to the conference. Uh, because of the bad weather conditions that were supposedly bad even for Minneapolis I think there was a fair proportion didn't come it looked like 800, 900 made it and the worst affected people were the trainers and coaches so I think we had like a 60-70% drop off on them because the weather was so bad Uh, I flew in a day early so I ended up stranded in a hotel on my own with 22 inches of snow Um, but I found... There was no one else there when you got there? Pretty much, there was a couple of other people but not many people around at all so... uh, that must be a first, a first snow snow gathering. We've never had snow at a, a, a scrum gathering before, have we? I, well, well, everyone, Minneapolis. There wasn't much snow in there. They say you don't don't do Minneapolis in April. Oh, really? the advice, really. So the early they did. Season, just, like, yeah. just like don't do Florida in August. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, so I think that caused some of the issues. But interestingly, it actually made the trainer and coach retreat a lot better because right. there was a much fewer people there. And so, um, so this was a couple of days before the gathering itself, yeah, not yeah, the weekend. Yeah, the weekend. Yeah. And so we could, it was just one day actually, not two days this right. time. Um, but because there were so few, not so few of us, there were still a fair amount, sort of 40 people. Mm. But that was a good number to actually do some really good open space sessions. Mm-hmm. So I actually enjoyed um, the retreat for some of the open spaces, some of the conversations we had. And did they still do the kind of Scrum Alliance official kind of update, you know, housekeeping type stuff and uh, what's going on. The they, they did that as open space sessions. Oh, did they? So if you were interested, you could go to them. Since I'm not interested at all in that, um, <laughs> I didn't go to them. Okay. I went right. to things discussing more useful stuff than out and scrub. Okay. So that was quite cool. So what kind of topics came up? Um, well, I can tell you my one that came up. So I was sat in, I don't know if you, anyone's heard, which I'm not going to advertise it on your podcast, but I was so bored in the hotel on the Saturday, I ended up doing my own music video. Um, based around where's sunscreen with uh, agile lyrics. It's on YouTube if you care to find it. I wouldn't. It turns out um, singing is not my first, second, or even 90th forte. Well, no, I was sort of speaking, but even speaking sounded quite weak. Where sunscreen. sunscreen? But I did that, and then I found a book in the hotel library. So the the hotel library is oh, made up. Well, it's like six or seven shelves of books, and all sort of hipster books. Books they found in in um, in like secondhand stores or People thrift leave stores. They, they wouldn't have left them there. They they've literally hunted out these okay. thrift books to to <laughs> come up with a stylish, you know, okay. kind of retro cool. Um, ironic library right. and one of the books was designing operating systems from 1987 oh really so I thought oh, yeah I got a photo of it um, it's very old school good read uh, it was an interesting read so I read it <laughs> I read most of it just I was bored yeah um, but then I decided to do an open space on agile operating systems okay so okay can we take the operating system metaphor and use it and apply it to our agile organizations we did Minneapolis in do you remember the year Jeff I'll say 
2006. Correct. Bing. Would be the right answer. And that was when the gathering was probably only 200 people big. There was, there was controversy then. There was controversy mm. there. That was in the room where... Mm. I probably can't say this bit. No. no. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> No. Well, the story of the security guard—the okay. story of the security guard from the next gathering has become legend. It's been mentioned multiple times. Oh, at the Ken Swaber security guard, yeah, was accompanied by an entourage. Yeah, it was. Um, that uh, was Portland, wasn't Portland. it? Portland, and that 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 was told to me by people who didn't know me, didn't know I was there, uh, multiple times, like it was a legend or a myth. Yeah, that was the day. Ken was still teaching CSMs on the first just prior to the gathering starting. I think then wasn't it? There was usually a Ken Swaber CSM mm. just prior to that. Those gatherings certainly the ones I was in. So, uh, so that that was the the retreat. That was quite cool. And then we had the three days of the conference. Um, There's quite a lot of good sessions. So normally I just hang around in the corridors of those things. But this time I went to quite a few of the the workshops and yeah. got a lot of benefit from them. They were quite fun. There was a lot of visual facilitation stuff there. A lot. What's that? There was like four or five sessions on it. Well, so people teaching it. People teaching it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Different styles. Um, right. I don't know if you needed four or five, but that was still interesting to have a nose at. Um, the keynote was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Want to tell our listeners about that? Well, it was a, whose name I can't remember. A musician, a gentleman musician. Um, very skilled in the art of uh, guitar ship, I guess. Um, he had a, a huge issue in his life where uh, his hand started to uh, fail to obey him and to cramp and to close up, meaning he had to stop playing the guitar. Well, you would think so anyway, but actually he taught himself how to play the guitar with the other hand. And it was interesting to see that simple story of someone overcoming adversity step by step, grinding it out and applying your own agile learnings and agile leanings to the experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, he talked about how the problem wasn't actually in his hand, it was in his brain. And sometimes where you think the problem is, isn't, which I think was resonant for a lot of people in the audience. Yeah. He, he also spoke about a literal paradigm shift, shifting from one <laughs> hand to the other, changing completely the way he did things. From one side of his body to the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So physically turning the guitar sort of um, 90 degrees, I guess, or whatever, 180 degrees, but physically turning it the other way mm-hmm. on his body. Billy McLaughlin. That was his name, Billy McLaughlin. What a great name. Um, his music was brilliant. He played as well. Right. Um, he was very good. He gave us a little bit of um, Don't Stop Believing. A journey, journey. Yeah. journey. Most of it was his own music. Very lyrical, very beautiful. Yeah. Um, it was a well-placed piece after the start of the conference, which opened up with the... Uh, uh, a memorial video for Mike Beadle. Oh, okay. So I think everyone was in a sensitive spot after seeing that video. So hearing some lyrical, quite sad and beautiful music, yeah. and someone talking about overcoming adversity. I Not think all of our listeners might be familiar with what you're referring to there. Mike Beadle, one of the signatories of, this, um, of, of the Agile Manifesto, um, was murdered uh, uh, a little in while Chicago. ago in Chicago, and um, there's been a lot of. Um, uh, try and support in the movement for his family yeah. following that event and a little bit of celebrating his um, his career and achievements. He was a CST, wasn't he? He was a CST. Yeah. He was the inventor of Enterprise Scrum, yeah. which I'm not sure whether that's going to go and anywhere. Co author of the first Scrum book. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Many of the chapters. Yeah. So he passed on and the, the Scrum Alliance sort of celebrated his life at the start of the event. Yeah. But it did, it did put everyone in a sensitive spot. The video was very well done. Yeah. Very well done. Was it? And so uh, I think that put people quite um, uh, delicate. And then so the uh, Billy's follow-on presentation probably flowed very beautifully. Probably, yeah, probably a nice way to yeah. change the yeah. 
You wouldn't want someone coming up like me, uber nerd, and start blasting on about Scrum after that video. No. You want something a little bit like that. What are the sessions resonated for you? Um, I particularly enjoyed uh, visual facilitation. I did a couple of those. I quite enjoyed those. There were some shorter sessions. Uh, someone did something on anarchy, which I quite enjoyed. A short, pithy, quick session. Um, there was uh, um, a, a range of uh, interesting uh, ones. Uh, I'm just trying to think. My favourite one was probably the open spaces, actually. Oh, really? Uh, the open spaces actually were quite good quality this time, I felt and uh, produced quite a lot of um, uh, good output and good conversations. Because this, so. this was the biggest North American gathering so far, wasn't it? They, they talk about numbers a lot, but in uh, terms of... Allegedly. I think, actually, technically San Diego was bigger, was but um, I think so, yeah. But, but from what the feedback I've heard from the people that, from different people that I know that went, was said that they did open space on day two, yeah. the whole day, yeah. but they said the marketplace and the wrap-up <coughs> were... For that many people, we're just we're just too exhausting and too yeah, yeah. You, too much. Yeah, it, it's too big to do too a, big to do a, a whole up. event. Yeah. yeah, to wrap up like that. But the actual uh, sessions, I think, were useful. I think they were quite useful. I think there's a few good ones out there. I think people got some value from those. Okay. Um, I did one myself because I presented on on the Monday. Yeah. Uh, and it was okay. I, I didn't present it as well as I could do, but then had an open space on it. Yeah. And just did a bit more workshopping of some of the ideas. Mm -hmm. I felt that was quite useful. That seemed to be quite popular. It went down quite well. Mm. I think I got more people to the open space than I did to the original session. Oh, okay. So that was quite cool. And then I've also been to another conference. So after coming back from the con conference uh, regular, then, yeah, I'm, I'm a conference. Um, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, a, a conference floozy. I've been. So I was at the uh, Alley Conference, uh, um, Agile Lean Ireland 2018. Are they calling it the Ali, like Muhammad yeah, Ali? There was a few Ali um, references. And almost there. Their, their little icon looks like a pair of boxing gloves. Did you notice that? I haven't noticed that. Okay. It's probably probably uh, deliberate. So. Yeah, I, I, I assume they'd gone after, a, and it almost looks like the Will Smith kind of title um, cover Font, title to, yeah. to the film. I, I imagine it is. There was a few Ali references. Was there? References, yeah. yeah. It's just a one-day conference in Dublin, okay. the Croke Park. Nice. So very Different nice venue. location, very nice location. Um, yeah, very nice. Uh, one day of material. They How could, many people have that? Uh, 520. Oh, wow. Yeah, they had a, a waiting list uh, for people who wanted to attend, but 520 was the maximum they could fit in the rooms. Oh, really? So, we did from that. What, from the photos I've seen, was it all, was it just a like a, a one audience, one stage event, or did they break off? No, there was multiple rooms. Oh, okay. That big room was used just for the keynotes. So that was. I've seen some interesting stuff about Henrik's keynote. Yeah, it was fun. Henrik did it sort of. Nyberg, Kneeberg, Nyberg. Henrik did a good one, no slides or anything. Just he had a toaster. Yeah, Tell a toaster. Us about the toaster well, the toaster reference. Ruin, this is like yes, a massive spoiler. Here's right a now. massive spoiler for his stuff. <laughs> so, basically, he uses the toaster in a humorous fashion to right. explain how, you know, if you've got burnt toast, you know, uh, what do you. If you keep burning your toast, what do you need to do? Yeah. Not burn your toast, your toast. Yeah, yeah. To do it. not scrape the stuff off the toast. Yeah. You know, and was using that as a bit of a metaphor. Oh, I see. So it was all about change agency and aspects of change agency. It was quite fun. Yeah. Um, I presented as well that same same session, went much better. It was 15 minutes shorter, so I had to cut 15 minutes out of the presentation. That's tough for you. It's really tough. It was really <laughs> hard, but I felt the presentation was better because of it. Okay. Actually, less is more. Less so is more. Someone should come up with an agile principle for that. Less is more. But um, I had issues. Uh, the clicker didn't work. 
for my because the oh, distance no. between the stage and my laptop was too far. Oh, no. Using their clickers, oh. so I had to go click to move my slides along. Well, someone was there pushing the button. Yeah, so I, so oh. a volunteer literally was pushing the button, <laughs> and um, the microphone stopped working. So I had to have a handheld mic as well. To, um, to get that working, so some AV issues. That's right. If you're a ca fine. karaoke man like you, I, you, I, you, you can deal with that. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> it's literally fine. Kind of enjoy that sort of thing. We're going horribly wrong. It's the closest you get to stand up comedy. Was, I was having a bit of a banter with the clicker as well. I was like, oh, clicking too fast, getting carried away. Know your place. And oh, speed up, speed up. So I had a bit of fun there, and I thought that went quite well. So I was much happier with that half an hour version, um, even though I cut loads of content than I was with the 45 minute one in, in Minneapolis. So. Uh, so that was good, and then we had some other people. I missed the um, uh, Jeff Gilleth. I'm sorry if I got his name wrong. Um, got leave. Got leave. Uh, no. Got no. elf. That's that thing, isn't it? Good elf. Yeah. Good elf. Um, he did. Good elf. He did. Um, <laughs> good elf. He did. He did the uh, closing keynote, which I had to leave halfway through to get my flight. That was very fun. That sort of um, uh, looking at sort of almost a lean startup look. Uh, look at a. Uh, oh, poor, poor Sam. At. Uh, uh, tractors, John Deere tractors. So uh, that was quite interesting. Okay. That, the fact that um, the software is licensed in the tractors these days. No, Matty Ferguson's. No, this is. Okay, right. So <laughs> my father in law, up until I think this week, sold farm machinery. Their family has sold farm machinery for like 200 years or something. Right. They were always Matty Ferguson tractor people. Right. So John Deere was always the enemy. Right. So they're looking at the uh, John Deere tractors and these American ones. They're very fancy. But the idea is the software is licensed these days, not purchased. You buy the tractor, but you license the software from the company. Right. And a lot of farmers are very funny about that. Right. They want to upload their own firmware to their tractors. Okay. And so that thing was the meat of the presentation, right. which I missed as I had to get a flight. Uh, okay. But it was very interesting. And there's a few other interesting ones along the way. Lots of people from the community speaking, some with less um, presentation skills than others, right. but trying hard and giving it a go their first 10 minutes. So I'm always, always up for that, you know, seeing someone have, step onto a stage like it's the uh, uh, plank yeah. heading off a pirate ship. It's always fun to see. So that, that's generally been my time. Any any particularly controversial messages? Or? Oh, there was a couple of things. There was a couple of things. There was, um, there was uh, my main one was a couple of people were talking about things. And I don't know why, just to try and sort of big up their own approaches, start doing down scrum. Right. And you can do that on Scrum if you like, I don't mind, it's just a framework, but don't make things up about it. Yeah. Uh, they were talking about how you know, they prefer continuous integration rather than Scrum, which prefers branching, which I think is just insane, you know, or, or how they talked about... Um, that's, not a, that's not a fact, is it? Yeah, it's not a fact, it's, it's an error, yeah. a mistake. Um, or the fact that um, Scrum, uh, do they do Kanban, that allows you to release quicker than Scrum, you can only launch every two to four weeks. Of course, that's, a, that's not true. true either. Well, if you remember back to our very first Scrum product, 2003, 2004, we were launching nightly, pretty much, or every couple of nights we were launching. We were waiting to the end of four weeks and putting a big lump out. Yeah. And that was that like, could be months. Yeah, yeah. And so it's a, it's a little bit. Um, so those sort of things bother me. Not the errors bother me, but it's just more using those as a way to artificially differentiate. People should make their arguments on positive points on what makes something better and not do something down. Because just doing, talking something down just makes you look bad and makes it look bad and makes everyone look bad. It's not a constructive way to build an argument. So, hey you know, that's one small blemish on an otherwise uh, good event. Have you got any more conferences coming up? I hope not. I'm getting <laughs> a bit conferenced out. Um, I, I think my next one's going to be um, the London Gathering. Or as we should call it, Paul's <laughs> London Gathering. Paul could give us an update on that, can you, Paul? 
Wow. Because by the time this comes out, it'll no. probably come knowledge anyway. No, I, I, I probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, but we've, we've agreed to the programme. We've got some names and keynotes that we've, we're chasing, and we're hoping that they'll sign on a dotted line. But I'm not, I'm not at liberty to say who they are yet. Because stone but they poker can't, face. They can't, I can't say face. names, because if they don't come, then... You can ask them now. Well, I can't. Um, <laughs> But no, in, in contrast, what I can say, in contrast to um, yeah, Minneapolis, well, I think there's going to be about half the amount of sessions. Okay. So in terms of the programme yeah. size, yeah. Yeah. the venue I think is a lot smaller and there will be less, there will be less sessions. Yeah. The about ha almost half the amount of sessions. Well, the Minneapolis place was huge and the scrum lines had like one-tenth of it. Really? The conference yeah. was so ginormous. Yeah. You could have like ten gatherings in it yeah. and they wouldn't bump into each other. Yeah. That's how big it was ginormous. Yeah. So, I think less sessions is better anyway. Too many sessions and... Well, we tried to go for quality over quantity. So, um, yeah, we're trying to... We're in trouble then, Jeff. Yeah. No chance. No so, chance. Um, We'll see what happens, but no, it's, and that's that's moving at a pace now. So we're expecting that speakers, accepted speakers, will be contacted in the near near future from this point, whenever this point is. What else? In the what near else can people expect? Sorry, mate. What else can people expect from this gathering? I think people can expect a different. Well, we've we've really tried to push the different perspective about learning. For instance, we're not the keynotes that you can expect to see. Hopefully, will not be agile names, they won't be agile personalities, there'll be people from, much like the Minneapolis, yeah. trying to look look at different perspectives, different fields, different um, industries to, to learn what other people are doing. They'll, obviously the, the hope is there'll be an agile parallel, but they won't be necessarily agile names on the, on the bill. Um, and I think it's ho hopefully going to be quite a London-themed event. We're trying to put some like, sort of London-centric things in there. Could you do what the Americans always do at London events? Have like a big bar, sort of, uh, uh, was it, a, a, a phone box, red phone box, red, 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 red post box. Are you going to be dressed up as a beefy? No, we won't be dressed up as beefy. Policeman, no, just policeman. Hello, hello, hello. No, we're not. Yours. We won't be doing anything stereotypically. No? No um, London yeah. bus? No, I don't think there'll be a London bus. Because you can get London bus bars, can't you? Can you? That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Not sure you'll get the entire. We've got, we've got a few. There. We've got a few ideas about how we'll make it a little bit different, but nothing hopefully to. Uh, yeah, the Beatles playing. What the real Beatles? <laughs> the ones. Okay. Um, but no, it should be good. So it should be. Um, should be good. That's not October. That's have you got any conferences between now and then? I have. I've got the one in um, Agile Cymru. 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 Uh, which isn't um, in Cardiff this year, it's, it's actually they've moved it down the road to Newport. So uh, that's the first, second of July. I'm speaking of that one. Oh, lovely. Topic? Coaching with empathy, Nigel. Oh, I never met her. What's she like? Brunch. <laughs> yeah, so that's, um, I did it at a user group. How does that feel? <laughs> How does that make me feel? Yeah. So yeah, that's um, that's that's the only thing I think I've got lined up, conference-wise between yeah. now and London. I may come to Cumbria. I didn't put in a presentation. Just come along for the right. it's, it's an easy trip out, isn't it? From yeah, from Bristol. Bristol yeah. Just got to check the dates. But I just pop along, say hi. Just for the day. Yeah, it'd be good fun. It's one day, isn't it? I think. Two days. Two days. One first and second of July. That yeah. What else on your mind, Nigel? Else on my mind. Yeah. That's it. I don't know. Well, um, put you under the spotlight. Put you under the spotlight. No, we haven't had you for a while. We've got, we've got to make use of you all here. 
Uh, I just I think so for me. Uh, I've been, we've been having some interesting um, social media shenanigans again. Yeah. It's always fun. Always fun. The um, the uh, the uh, social media. It doesn't seem to be media and it doesn't seem to be social. But apart from that, um, it's just m- making me think a little bit more about um, the community over a conflict. But for me, it I does just make me very much on that point though. I am a more nervous person around social media now than I ever have been, which yeah. isn't yeah. which doesn't feel right. Yeah. For someone that I feel, I feel I should be more saying more things about yeah. more topics because of people's reactions generally, and and how things can be spun out of all different proportions. Yeah. I generally. My, I'm always erring on the side of caution now, rather than just saying what I think, which, which doesn't, like I said, doesn't seem right for someone yeah. in our yeah. my yeah. position. Yeah, well, you need to feel safe. To be yeah, able to I don't feel safe on social media. Yeah. No, not at all. Um, I, I've learnt my lessons on that as well. I've been uh, abused for a variety of reasons on social media, but I think uh, we're our own worst enemies. So, not I mean us, yeah, I mean generally the agile community. Uh, it doesn't feel like a community that often. There seems to be. Um, too much for me. I remember at university, um, okay, this is my only experience of Trotsky, Trotskyism, the Trotskyists, the communists in university, um, with fellow students, and they always seemed so, just, just, n- nothing was ever good enough. They were trying to sort of destroy, they were a little bit um, uh, extreme in their reactions, but also just very, almost self-destructive. But it wouldn't engage with other people constructively because that was somehow betraying their principles. And it seems to be a little bit too much of that in the agile community. A little bit too much, you know, my agile is slightly better than your agile. You know, I'm slightly pure. And I just don't like that. I know we all dislike half-baked agility, but we are all on the same side and we're all trying to help people and help each other. Push in the right direction. So I think Jeff did that thing recently where some people were being a little bit negative on social media. I think it was you, Jeff. And said, oh, let's talk about the competitors that we... um, that we get on well with, you know, rather than us badmouth each other. Let's say, okay, they're competitors, but we, I still respect them as human beings and respect them for the work they do, etc. And that got a little bit of a, over the weekend, a little bit of groundswell. People saying, yeah, you know what, I've got loads of people who are technically in opposition in the business market with me, but they're good people in good ways, and I'm going to celebrate them. And then, as always, people put a down on that, and you're thinking, well... I don't know if that's helpful really, I don't know if someone means means well and they're trying to reach out and trying to show a bit of positivity, I think that's a little seed or a little, a little, um, a little, a little uh, sprout that we should cultivate and grow in this world and not just stamp on it because it doesn't offer perfection or isn't the perfect ideology or, or ideal result. So that just disappoints, just on social media I realise you cannot be snarky at all on LinkedIn. You, literally, you cannot be. You've got to be very straight on LinkedIn. Uh, are the two are the two thing the two um, channels now LinkedIn and Twitter? Twitter are they are becoming more similar, or are they do they still have a different? They still have a different feel for me. I do think the, the longer length of Twitter is making it more LinkedIn esque for me. Yeah. But I still think I was a massive fan of that when they when they did yeah. decide to make it. Yeah. It's too talky now. It's too. Yeah, it's too conversational. Yeah, but um, I just didn't know because I only really use Twitter for, for work, um, and that's, that's it is kind of my work face yeah. if you like. Yeah. It's a work picture that I've yeah. got on there. Um, link and LinkedIn again. I don't I don't post on LinkedIn as often, and I keep Facebook pretty much for for my yeah. f- for family really. Just Facebook. 
You you come and go on Facebook, don't you? Like, come, come, a chameleon. Yeah, you were on Facebook, then you went off it, then you came back, then you're off it again. I came back for like a week. Did you? Then you went off it again. Well, for me, Facebook is my is my personal private space. So, and I felt a bit bad at the time, but there's several people in the agile community that have come up to me asking for my Facebook details, and I, my knee-jerk reaction, I stood by it and I justified it. Yeah. But I said, I'm sorry, but no. Yeah. <laughs> my fa- my Facebook is is a is a separation for me yeah. of yeah. my work. Yeah. Um, lifestyle compared to I yeah. want I need a I need to be able to talk to my friends about non-work related yeah. things. Yeah. And I don't really want to blend them too. And it yeah. felt like I was being you know they looked genuinely disappointed when yeah. I told them that. Yeah. But I hope that people can respect yeah. that decision that they are for me. They're two separate forums. I had exactly the same conversation in Minneapolis. Did you? A couple of fellow coaches who I regard as friends. Yeah. Said oh let's Facebook up. Yeah. I was like no 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 Facebook's for my core family and yeah. core friends you know the real the, the it's for all the bit. people that don't understand what I do for a living yeah. and there's quite a lot of those people that I still yeah. <laughs> still my friends that don't know and don't yeah. want to know yeah. for everything. well I discovered when my parents passed away they had no idea what I was doing no. still even though I explained it to them dozens my parents of still can't understand it now so uh, yeah, so for me, I said that's just for the family and the cousins and my in-laws, and that's that world. Uh, LinkedIn is the corporate face. Are um, you on LinkedIn now more than Twitter? Then would you say? Uh, I'm doing more LinkedIn, but I'm being a little bit careful with it, just because that's why I had some issues with some people. Um, so, but for me, uh, but Twitter's my crossover point. So Twitter's where it's interesting for me. I think I'm probably most authentic on Twitter. Yeah because it is a blend of me as a professional and me as a person. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 it's my real voice, is right. Twitter, right. really. Okay. Um, Facebook, I feel I'm less authentic than Twitter. Really? Yeah, because Facebook, I still have to, it, it, I, I, my friends are on there, but it's still a presentation, it's still a social media, you know? Yeah. It's got my in-laws, it's got you know, my, my cousins, my yeah. wider group. So it's, 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 a, it's a true face of me, but it's not the totality of me. I feel I think Twitter often reflects a bit more the totality, the totality, mm. a bit more the whole experience. So you tweet about home life as well as work life. Uh, well, not like home, home, home life, because that'd just be a really but it's more in, in your feelings, you know, your personality. Yeah, I, I tweet about Brexit. Yeah. I tweet about Transformers. Yeah. I tweet about agile. I don't just keep an agile focus. Mm. So I have a few flavours in there. Um, because it's me, it's things that come to my mind when yeah. I'm travelling, funny pictures, things that come to and mind. it seems a bit quicker, doesn't it? You used to be able to tweet from text messages, didn't you? Yeah, that's where it originally came they, from. They yeah. stopped doing that altogether yeah. now. But yeah. But that was for me, that's, that's I think, just a little bit truer to me. Yeah. I think Facebook and LinkedIn are the two other sides of my personality. What about you, Jeff? What are you up to? I've been putting a lot of effort into videos. Videos? Videos, yeah. Putting a load of stuff out on YouTube. Oh, okay. My light bulb talks, oh, yeah. little three minute videos, and the new Scrum Mastery Challenge TV show. So, this is start, but not only starring in it, but you're doing your editing as well for these things, are you? So, I've done some editing. So, the, the light bulb talks, I have someone who does some pretty cool animations for okay. me, because um, I'm not very good at that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I've been ed- I've been doing the, the, for the Scrum Mastery Challenge game show. I've been doing the filming and the editing, which I've learnt a lot from. Yeah. And if I were to do a second series, it would be better from the yeah. learning. But um, yeah, it's, I'm excited about it. So I'm wondering how it's going to be received. First episode out now. As as of when this 
pod, podcast goes out, it probably will it be. It will be out. Yeah. Maybe even two episodes. Depending Who knows? Exciting knows. times. So yeah, you, you, you noticed this night? You seen you seen anything about seen, this? Seen the trailers, night? I've seen some of the trailers. They're quite good. Um, my, um, I saw uh, that you were revealing the contestants. Yeah. So that was quite cool. Um, my money is always. Uh, I didn't know anything about this. I've got no idea what's coming. But my money's on fire. Really? Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. On what? Is that based on what? Theory? Well, the gene. Oh, the what gene? Wendy. But also, I just I don't know what the chances are, so it could be completely wrong here. But I just assume that we've always spoken about how a good scrub master is someone who is open-minded and positive and, and modest and doesn't think they know everything. And I think um, uh, 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 a young woman uh, such as Fair could be ideally placed to offer those those skills yeah. uh, in some of the challenges that you are undertaking. Yeah. Again, could be hopelessly wrong, but that's it was, my secret feeling. It was a, a last-minute decision. So once I'd, I'd, I'd filmed things with four Agile coaches, not with the intention of doing anything with, with bringing my daughter into it, but she did. She, she asked me what I was doing, and so well, do you know what? I'd be interested to see how she does it, this kind of stuff. Yeah. Just, just out of interest. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to say any. I, I don't. I don't. No spoilers. No, no. spoilers. They're but, for me. Yeah. yeah. I think they're very evenly matched contestants. Mm. Yeah. For a very wide range of challenges, you see. So, yeah, every, everybody probably has their own certain strengths, but it tests people in different ways: creativity and logic and analysis and just getting in there and. Abstraction, all sorts of different challenges. So, and we do get. I mean, I find I got, I got um, called out on this recently. Not called out, but but someone who doesn't um, do what I do, but just questioned me on this. He said, "Do you ever actually sit back and question?" Because I you, I do get. I don't know if you guys. You do get into a pattern, a, a pattern of what you say and what you. Yeah, yeah. The jokes that you tell, the references you make in courses, and yeah. you are to an extent de- delivering a lot of the same theory. And you did. Sometimes I do. I have to stop myself and check. Am I? Do I actually still believe what I'm saying? Yeah. I've been saying this for years, but do I actually? Is this still relevant? Is this yeah. still? Do I still believe that as much as I used to? Yeah. Do I need to update that? Do I need to change that? Do I need to get rid of it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was just interested in bringing someone who doesn't have any education in it, no, no practical experience in it, and just seeing how. I've always thought that the agile principles are largely common sense. Mm. I just wonder whether they are common sense to somebody. Yeah. Without that kind of. I think we're very interesting. Very interesting. Some of the best grandmasters that I've taught and coached and worked with have been from outside the software industry. Yeah. We had. You remember? We won't remember the person, but on years years ago, we had an advanced course that we ran, and one of the um, attendees signed up, and she said, "I just thought I should ask that I've got, but I've got no previous." Experience. I'm trying to get find a new job, and she used to manage a restaurant. Do you remember? But she, but she was in the course itself. She was fantastic because she was just so neutral about any situation. She said, "Well." She just asked really good questions. No baggage. No, yeah. no, no preconceived ideas. But that's really interesting. I saw a tweet the other day, I can't remember who from, saying about some of the best scrum masters could come out of the service industry, yeah. as you're describing yeah. then. People are used to saying, okay, I've got customers who have needs, I need to help them fulfill their needs, yeah. rather than put their own ego yeah. or intolerance or How judgment make, at the top of it. make it run, other yeah. things run as, as smoothly yeah. as they can? Yeah. yeah, not make it about themselves, but make it about the people in the experience. Yeah. It's a really interesting point of view.
Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. First episode, you can't see when it drops because this video is going to come out any time. Mm, are they going to come out weekly, monthly? Two weekly. Bi weekly. Every two weeks. Yeah. So basically, every, it's, it's staggered. So every, the light bulb talks are also every two weeks. So every week okay. there'll be something. It's either okay. a light bulb talk or a scrum stream. So. And uh, yeah, I, I know we talked about this on a previous yeah. podcast about it, how nervous nervous I was before filming it and even more nervous now just really? to go out well like, yeah, I don't know how it's going to be received yeah. and given our comment earlier on about you know, social media there's always someone who's going to find pick a hole in it haters yeah. going to hate Jeff haters going to hate, hate as Taylor Swift once said yeah yeah. so I'm just preparing myself for that but my, my hope at the start of this was that it would be of interest and use to some people and if it's helped some people and they find it interesting along the way then happy days what I think will be very interesting after this all said and done is not doing a retrospective on it, but we'd love you to hear a little bit more about the actual mechanics behind the creation of the product, yeah. behind the experiences you have, the, the pros, the cons and everything. I think that could be kind of fun in itself. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a bit meta about the entire thing. But well, maybe a couple of months' time we'll, we'll review it. Over, yeah. over cocktails. Absolutely. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Very good. All right, we're good to catch up again. Thanks for coming in, Nigel. Nice. No Appreciate problem. Love to see you all. Thanks for coming to Bristol. Thanks for coming to Bristol. Cheers, Hope you get to see you soon. Bye, guys. No, I don't want them on the one, Pez. Huh? No. Sure. I'll have a lemonade. Nice. So we're still recording. Walk out mid-record. They wouldn't have known. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking. This is. I'm talking to you as yeah. well as him. Okay, stay. Well, of course, you can. We can do. Start again. We can do table service. Yeah. Start again. No, wait, wait. Is table service. Yeah. Pause. Whatever. You say. Say. So you say. So I'll say something like. Um, where did you? Where were you? I was talking about. Oh, so, someone too. So I said, yeah, I'll just do my leading line to you, which was I keep Facebook my very personal yeah. self.